All right, it is Monday, May 11th. I always have to check because I can never remember what day it is. But uh, it's May 11th, and we're back with another edition of our Outside in Music Happy Hour Chats. And I'm excited to have a few new faces on the chat today, a few repeat guests. And uh, But I will let everyone introduce themselves. Um, but I'm glad they could be here and we could get to chat a little bit. We just missed, if I had started the stream one minute earlier, the 7 p.m. in New York uh, cheering for the first responders. So that would have been good to get on, but I was too slow. So um, too bad, so sad. But let's let everybody introduce themselves. So let's start with Kay. So let us know who you are and what you do and where you're talking to us from. Hey, um, I'm Carrie Vanderkloot. I'm in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm a singer and composer. Um, and I have an album coming out on June 5th on Next Level, and the first single just came out last week, and the next single is coming out next week, so look out for that. Great. And Nicholas? Uh, my name is Nicholas Krolak. I'm a bassist and composer and podcaster uh, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I have an a album coming out on Next Level on May 22nd. The single already came out for it. And uh, really looking forward to having that album out there. Um, and of course, you got the best release day because that's my birthday. So, oh, uh, wow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Awesome. I was, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, Ethan, what's happening with where you are? Hey, uh, my name is Ethan Helm. I'm a saxophone player and composer uh, living up here in Harlem. Uh, I have a couple of releases on Outside of Music with my band Cowboys and Frenchmen. And, um, we are not doing anything right now, but I actually did just finish a book um, for imp improvising called uh, Patterns for Creative Improvisation. So that's been my my um, quarantine project and I'm really happy to have it out in the world now. Nice, nice. Well, we'll circle back to that yeah. in a minute. And last but not least, Raj, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, um, yeah, I'm Raj Rajiv Jawira. I'm a drummer originally from Australia, living also in Harlem. Um, and yeah, play drums and try to write some tunes. And I've got an album coming out, my, my first album as a leader coming out, uh, also on June 5th. So looking forward to that. And uh, that's great. So um, I'd love to hear kind of what everybody's been up to. Ethan, you start, we could start with Ethan because he mentioned maybe his, the book. Could you tell us a little bit about maybe what, what else is happening? Uh, sorry. What is inside of the book? Yeah. <laughs> what kind of patterns? Like, what, who is it for? And just tell us, you know, what you've been working on with that. Yeah, sure. So, um, actually, this started way back in undergrad with a, a teacher I had named Charles Pillow, who would encourage us to, like, keep a little notebook of patterns and kind of pushing us to, like, write our own, um, to kind of come up with our own jazz language. And um, I, I kind of I really enjoyed it. So I've been doing this for, like, 10 years and um, kind of never shared it. With anyone other than friends and then this um, was the perfect opportunity to turn it into something more formal uh, basically for like past five years or so i've been just posting these on instagram um, trying to do like once every week just as a, a thing for myself to try to get some cool cool licks or language out there and study some like it's kind of like a compositional study and like a technique study um, and so i took 25 of them that i thought kind of went together and um, I put them in a book and it's for all instruments. It's kind of in the range of saxophone, but then there's also a, a bass clef version. And uh, I spent a long time organizing them by their um, kind of compositional relationships to, e to each other and also giving them titles that are both kind of like funny and clever, but also kind of evocative 
because um, the patterns themselves are supposed to be put them in a book uh, not necessarily intended for playing over traditional jazz chord changes but more just kind of like shapes and sounds to get your ears working and to kind of inspire people creatively um, specifically kind of very advanced high school students to professionals that's kind of the the, the level and you so you've made that it's available as like a pdf or it's a hard copy book or yes. what, what's happening it's a pdf right now um you can get it on Bandcamp or or on my website um either is fine with me there's also uh like i said there's treble and bass clef you can also order a hard copy um but i've i've been um giving out the disclaimer that those will not ship for a good long time <laughs> until i can leave my house and um, go find a printer so, um, but sure. if you do order a hard copy, you'll get one eventually and you'll get a PDF now. Nice. Very cool. Um, so if, for all the people, anyone who might be watching this live, we do have the capability to uh, see what you guys are thinking about and asking any questions for any of these artists. So I have the chat uh, up on my screen so I can uh, translate any questions to the appropriate parties. Uh, should anything arise. Um, I forgot to mention that before we dove right in. But uh, so what have the rest of you guys been working on? I mean, I know some of you have records coming out, but Nicholas, why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast? I know you, you've been going uh, and getting more episodes. We we talked a, f a couple weeks back about it. Why don't you fill us in? Yeah, my, my podcast is called The Voice Equals Power Podcast, um, equals with an equal sign. And uh, it generally focuses around the Philadelphia scene, but not, not always. And uh, it always focuses on people that are making stuff happen now. I'm not really interested in talking to um, the legendary players who have talked a lot about what they've done. I'm more sure. interested in talking about talking to future legends. And, um, and the next episode that's coming out is going to actually be Nick Finzer's episode when we talked a couple weeks ago and uh, that, that was really fun and that will be the next one out in a couple of days and is available on all of the streaming Spotify's and all the Apple podcasts and Stitchers and such. Excellent. Great. And so Raj, what, what have you been working on other than uh, moving the release date around of the album and all of that? Yeah, there was that. Um, I mean, probably like everyone else being just like, you know, getting the home recording thing set up and mm. doing all that. My wife's also a singer, so yeah, she. We've, all of last week we were like recording videos for a festival, online festival, um, a couple of days ago. So that that was yeah, a lot of work, but but we got it together. What's yeah. the festival? Uh, that was the Biophilia Records Festival. Oh, yeah, they mm -hmm. you know they have this this thing going on at the moment for a, a couple of weeks. So yeah, so I was yeah helping helping her with that and playing playing on that, trying to. Trying to play, I've been playing a lot of double bass, or practicing trying to play bass. So I was like, yeah, trying to accompany her on that. Yeah, <laughs> so, nice. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, basically trying to practice. Um, I'm like, I've got a whisper room here, so I can I can play drums. Yeah, much yeah, time. Bash, bash yeah. all night long. Bash away, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just you know, getting ready for this release and mm -hmm. trying to figure out what to do with no like concert. Just trying to. I think I talked to you about maybe uh, like the idea of an online listening party or something. So still working out whether that's a good idea and how to do it. Mm -hmm. so, totally. Yeah. yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. We're all trying. It's uncharted territory out here. <laughs> We're yeah. trying to figure it out, how to yeah. 
stay creative and inspired. But uh, yeah. Carrie, what, what else have you been working on? Yeah, um, kind of the same as Raj, actually, like trying to, you know, get the album ready and make sure everything's all set for June 5th, but mm -hmm. also trying to figure out the online release show and like how to do that, because all that tech stuff is kind of, it's never been uh, something that I'm good at. So I've been kind of forced to learn how to do it now, um, which is a good thing, because, you know, I'll have those skills for after this, too. Um, yeah, and uh, I have an interface that's coming tomorrow, so I can actually start to record at home a little bit more and maybe do some collaborations that I've been talking about with other people. So I'm excited about that. Um, yeah, and then just, you know, practicing, writing, same as usual, teaching a ton still. So. Mm -hmm. Nice. So, all right. So I'm curious of what you all think about kind of where do we go from here? You know, like, how do we stay creative? How do we... You know, I didn't think necessarily we'd still still be doing this every Monday night and, you know, people still kind of have no idea what when an end is in sight or anything like that. So I'm wondering what, how you all feel about it and what you're thinking about doing. I know you just said mentioned a watch party. I know Carrie was thinking about something like that. And so what do you guys I don't know. It's an open ended question. I mean, what do you guys think about all this? Yeah, I don't know. It's tough because um, like there's still there's just no replacement for playing with other people. You know, as much as we keep trying to find one, I don't think there really is a way to replicate that human connection. Um, so I don't know. It's kind of sad sometimes working on stuff because then it, I just get bummed out that I can't actually do it with other people. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we just have to like hang in there until we can actually be in the same room with other musicians. I mean, do you think so? Or do you think we have to kind of like adapt and adjust? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of us kind of are, right? You know, we're, we're kind of figuring it out as we go. Um, yeah, um, I guess the home recording thing is going to be a big thing. Um, and then hopefully someday someone will develop an app where the latency thing isn't a problem and we can mm. actually play at the same time that would be nice that would be nice would be <laughs> nice. maybe someone out there that who has the tech skills could could sort it all out i know there's some um it would involve i think everyone would be have to be recorded natively and then it would have to sync up later in in the cloud i think anyway i'm not going to mm. Go into that because I am not a technical person. I have no answers. But anyway, well, <clears throat> I didn't mean to interrupt whoever was about to jump in. Uh, I've been uh, working on um, trying to get my composition, compositional chops uh, beyond my uh, ability to write just jazz tunes. Mm -hmm. um, I'm currently working on writing a uh, solo piano suite. And uh, I got like a, there's a ton of free um, recording, like really, really great sound banks uh, through this uh, company called Spitfire Audio in, mm -hmm. based in London. And they have a lot of really great sounds. So I've been building up my library of sounds um, for, for nothing. It's been, been really, been really a positive experience. Um, I don't know if any of you have, um been expanding your um uh, setups 
what your experiences have been in that way. But I'm just trying to go in with the mindset that I'm not spending any money on it mm-hmm. and seeing yeah, what I can I've do with it. I've downloaded some of those too. Yeah. Yeah. Those are I'm really spit, good. Spitfire. Yeah. The string one's pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't really sound like it, but you know, we try, we operate within the confines of where we're at. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so what's that, what sort of stuff have you been composing with the, with all the patches and everything? Um, the solo piano, uh, suite has been the the first one and that's mm-hmm. also been a, a good way for me to improve my piano skills too mm-hmm. so that has been pretty positive my my goal is to wait out and see if i can get into the uh tv or film scoring game mm-hmm. um i've been, been working on solo piano stuff uh some like beat type things and like string quartet uh realm Nice. Mm-hmm. Very cool. <clears throat> everyone's so polite on this live stream. Sometimes everyone's like yelling <laughs> over each other. It's, I appreciate how polite everybody is. <laughs> Raj, Raj, were you going to say something? Uh, I was just, uh, just going back to that um, playing live thing. I don't know if you, any of you guys saw something that Dan Tepfer posted where he played actually live with Jorge Rota. Did you guys see mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. That was, I mean, I briefly had a look at how he did that and it was looked pretty involved. <laughs> Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, they, I watched the YouTube video that um, uh, the guy, the trombone player, Dessen, uh, Michael Dessen, put up about how to set all that up, and I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> I think they also live pretty close to each other. I guess that helps. So. Yeah, like it really yeah. is based on physical location too, right? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Have you tried it? Did you Did you try to do it? Are you texting me, Rush? No, not at all. I, 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 yeah, I also watched those YouTube videos and, and yeah, thought about giving it a go, but yeah. I mean, I was talking to um, Sam mm-hmm. Angle Bass player yesterday and we were thinking, how's this going to work? He's in Australia. <laughs> right. You know, it's, it's fine. It's maybe maybe someone down the street, you have a better chance, but yeah. I don't know. I know, I know that with that technology, they've done concerts that have been like across the country at least, if oh, not yeah. like in, on other continents. But I mean, these are like universities that have really you know, fast internet and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully one day we'll be able to do it. Or like Carrie said, just go back to playing in the same room. That would be nice too. But um, yeah, Ethan, did you have anything you wanted to add? Um, I, I guess my philosophy for this whole thing has just been kind of pretend as if like the situation is permanent is right from the get go Mm -hmm. and try to hit the ground running Mm-hmm. Uh, what stuff that I have been wanting to do for a while, but maybe like pretend as if it's a good thing that I don't have gigs right now. Um, so I can actually do some other stuff that gigs have kept me from doing. Sure. Um, I don't have anything to offer in terms of um, technological solutions for live performance. <laughs> though. I mean, music technology is already like the bane of my existence. So um, I've, I've just been like holding off on diving into that and just trying to like do a lot of um, kind of like woodwind recording and um, trying to make some like score follower videos for some of my arrangements that I already have lying around. Just kind of like scraping the bottom of the barrel of my of my hard drive and seeing like the stuff that I um, was too busy to to see through earlier. Mm-hmm. So how do you do that? How do you do this? I haven't figured that out. How do you do the oh, score okay. following video? Give yeah, us a so- little tutorial. Sure. Yeah. So um, I'm on a Mac and I, um, I, you know, the program automator on Mac, 
Uh-huh. Um, I think I found something online um, that told me how to do it. I don't, I don't think I, I figured it out myself. So there's like a, a program that'll take a PDF and turn every page into a into a JPEG file, mm. um, which is what you need to put it into iMovie. And so mm. then you just have like every every page of your score is now a, is now just like kind of like a photograph. You just drag all of those into iMovie, and then you put your song in there, and then you just gotta like you know, tweak how long each page shows up um, in the movie until you, uh, you know, until the, the timing is right. So there's nothing like too fancy about it. Um, maybe like a day of work if you have mm-hmm. all, the, all the necessary software. And I think I saw you posted something where you did woodwinds. You were like doing like a film score, like some old clip of like a oh, New York City thing. Yeah, that's something else I've been getting really into. Um, and I'd love to see other people's takes on it. I uh, recently... Uh, kind of got really into public domain um, movies and songs and I just kind of figured um, if I want to start making my own music and be able to share it safely and ethically um, then it'd be good to work with like all this kind of like forgotten media that's now in public domain so I did like a film score to this uh, this video from like 1911 where the Swedish film crew came to New York city and filmed all these people walking around the city. It's, it's an incredible cultural document. It's, I think it may be the first time New York was, was filmed like that. Um, and so you see like horse-drawn car- carriages and subways and like people in top hats um, and some, like a, some familiar buildings. And so I just like kind of wrote like a little, a little score to that and had a lot of fun um, getting that video together. Nice. So where did you find all that footage? I'd be interested to, to know. Um, I found it. I, whenever I, I look, I usually look on Wikipedia because I know mm-hmm. they always have like the, um, whatever the Creative Commons license. Um, and so you can always download like a, a version of it on Wikipedia. Oh. It's actually lists of like public domain movies there. And a lot of them have like a file you can download right from that, that list. Oh, wow. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, I'm just starting to get into it, and I think it's uh, I think it's fruitful for um, the digital age for musicians. Yeah, so uh, I'm curious. So, I, have that any of you? I know. So, Raj, you said you were doing f- uh, videos for the live stream of well, not the live stream, yeah. the concert. So, could you so, tell yeah. us more about how that whole thing was? Well, um, actually, yeah. So, actually, we we pre pre recorded our audio, like the the, the that component of it. Like okay. Wasn't, um, and then it, there was also like an interview with um, yeah my wife's just people who had been part of her last album. So there mm-hmm. were yeah we had some, had some guests that actually didn't go tech, like the tech side of us messed us up. We were we weren't in charge. It was that I mean um, Fabian I was on. He was like sort of hosting it and doing it, and everyone's just still figuring all this out, you know. So yeah, it's like tr- experimenting between different you know, the whole OBS and feeding things to YouTube Live and yeah. So mm-hmm. we we had a, a few technical glitches, but it was yeah, it, it still went well. It was it was nice that we had pre-recorded the audio, so that we didn't have to and the video that. too, or it was yeah, or... And, and yeah, and the video too. So that that was we we just had a series of videos that we we played, and in between we had like the talking with the, with the guest. So yeah, it was nice. It was yeah, yeah. And so is everybody in that concert series? Are they doing that? The same um, format? No, actually, Des, Desmond White, he did his mm-hmm. yesterday and he played live. He was the first person to play live. And actually, that went really well. It was, okay. Yeah, he played, played some of his songs playing guitar and singing. And it mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was really good. So, yeah, I mean, we were checking, 
I'm checking all, all the ones out just to see what people are doing. Right. Yeah, I've been because I've been also. I haven't done personally any concerts yet, or live stream playing really. Well, I've done live stream playing, but not really like my music and stuff. So I've been also just trying to observe around. So has anybody seen any like really successful or any really unsuccessful live streams so far? I, I mean, there's that uh, one of the uh, Ethan's bandmates, Owen, who was involved. Owen Broder was involved with this live and from your living rooms thing, and there's a lot of great ones on there. And they did focus mostly on like people that were together already, and they could kind of play together and. Joe Lovano was on there, I know, and Bill Frizzell and some other people. But um, I don't know. Have you guys seen any really good uh, anything that's inspired you to want to do the li a live streaming concert or any any forewarnings? I mean, yeah, I saw, I saw a few of those and I was like, oh, <laughs> is that? just waiting for the sound to get better and, and people to get the hang of it. Yeah, so, just waiting and waiting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think everyone's just learning. It's getting the whole new skill set together like i don't know i was like last week all of a sudden i had to mix these this audio i've never done it and a friend of mine and just like get, gave me a crash course in like mixing for a couple of hours and then i had to somehow do it but it was cool now it's got started just watching a bunch of tutorials yeah no it's definitely helping people to dig into the the toolbox and, and make sure that we can actually be self so self-sustainable in this uh this situation so Raj, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your record? I know it's coming in a couple weeks, Two I guess. Weeks, yeah. So, yeah. So who's on it? And tell us about the compositions. And it's got beautiful, beautiful artwork. So give yeah, us give us okay. the rundown here. So all right. Um, so who's on it? It's um, two two other Australians. It's Sam Manning from Australia, who used to live here, who plays bass on it. He's like yeah, one of my good friends from from a long time ago, and, and we play together probably the bass player I've played together the most with uh, um, So yeah, even though he's in Australia, he, we, he came over before. And uh, another Australian guitarist, Hugh Stuckey, who's been living here. I don't know if you guys know him. Um, mm -hmm. And then I had, yeah, I was lucky to have Chris Cheek um, and Aaron Parks. So I, had, I kind of always had it in mind for Chris to play my songs. So I was happy to have him. And then, yeah, Aaron was also just the perfect fit for, I don't know, just, yeah, I was happy with how everything came together, and we we recorded up in um, uh, Rhinebeck, the studio. What's it called Clubhouse? You guys, you know that studio? I don't know if I've been there. Um, I think it's like two hours upstate, and mm -hmm. um, it's it's nice because you go the day before and you stay the night. They've got like rooms where you can stay for free, and so you you, you sort of set up the night before, and you just you know in, in the nature and. In, like just out of the city it was it was it was good. You wake up in the morning, you got the whole day. You already got the sound ready, and so yeah, just did one one big day, and, and so that was, yeah, that was nice. Um, the tunes, yeah, the tunes are sort of like um, I've been the, the tunes I've been writing for like the last five years, um, and I don't know what to say about them, but <laughs> we'll just have to listen to that's that's the whole yeah. story. That, I mean, right? I. Get, I guess the challenge for me was like, because I, um, I, yeah, I kind of always started with like a melody and a bass line, and then I had to try and have to, like, had to figure out what how what I wanted to play on drums. That was like the hardest bit for me. Like, I didn't mm. you know what what to play on drums, or what they needed drums even. So that was kind of, I think that's the that's the last thing. It's not like a drum sort of album. I don't know what you expect necessarily drum scores or like a big feature or anything, but just just the songs, but. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, could you tell us a little bit about who the artist was that did the the artwork? Oh, yeah, so so, it's really really great. Yeah. So um, so yeah, I guess the because my my background is uh, Sri Lankan. Both my parents are Sri Lankan, and mm -hmm. yeah, I, vis I visited there like all my life. Uh, so yeah, I, I pretty much feel even though I grew up in Australia, I feel that's my where I'm from so um yeah so I, I I sort of was drawing on a lot of things from there I I, I use a Sri Lankan traditional drum that I play a few, a few songs and, and yeah um so the artist yeah he's he's a Sri Lankan artist called his name's uh, Priyantha Udugedra and he it's like a mixed media piece I'll probably have it I've, I've got actually the vinyl copy I've printed out in, in different pieces oh it's, nice, which right. is which is different from the CD because um, oh uh yeah but it's, cool. it's it's very pink um it's like yeah so the, yeah the title of my album is pistols which is like the um inside of the reproductive organs of the, of the flower mm -hmm. uh, that's very floral though i mean right. I, could, I could grab you can it get it okay give me one second crash bang no it's good it's worth the wait let's see See, that was fast. All right, so this this is the vinyl, the vinyl which I've actually just um, like printed onto some paper and pieced together. So, oh, nice. Uh, and then, yeah, sort of the inside. So I don't know. I was, I was pretty happy with how it turned out. I I had um an artist. Uh, yeah, the the guy that did the design. He also did my wife's album. Design. He's from Spain, um, where she's from, and he kind of yeah he was really creative with it and and like on the cd and he uses a fragment of it for the front for the front cover so yeah that's the that's the cover of the <laughs> oh, nice. um, so yeah i want it's really nice artwork i thought it was worth yeah, sharing yeah. I, I like it i'm, I'm, I'm yeah. happy with it so yeah that's cool. that's, I'll see. You even got virtual claps from Ethan. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Ethan's been going. To, must have had some online classes. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's how you know about that. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, that's great. Sorry, now I'm just thinking about all the classes that I taught on Zoom. But um, so I know Carrie and Nicholas also have records. So why don't we talk about your guys' records too, since we were just talking about Raja. So Carrie, what, what, tell us, I know it's also coming in a couple of weeks. What's, yeah. give us the rundown. Yeah, um, okay, so uh, I'll tell you who's on it, first of all. Um, Lizanne Tremblay uh, is a great violinist from Montreal. Um, Jamie Reynolds is the, the pianist on it. Um, we, we've known each other for a really long time. We went to school together in Toronto. Um, and then Gary Wong is the bass player, Nathan Alman drum, uh, Bell is the drummer on this one. Um, yeah, and we had been playing as a quintet for, I guess, a couple years. Um, so a lot of the songs we had actually already kind of worked out on the bandstand. So by the time we got in the studio, it was just super easy and fun and like really laid back. Um, yeah, all the compositions are mine. It's got like a little bit of a, like a slightly folky tinge to it. There's a lot of layers of vocals and a lot of extra layers of violin and synth on it as well. Um, yeah, and that's it, I guess. What's it called? The Architects. <laughs> that was probably important. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and uh, so well, you said it has a lot of folk influence or elements is what you said. So what, what were some of the influences you're, you know, that kind of coalesce into this, this album? Yeah, um, 
So, I'm Canadian, um, and there's kind of this great tradition of Canadian singer-songwriters, uh, mm-hmm. like Joni Mitchell and Leonard Cohen. Um, so, I kind of grew up listening to all that stuff, so it's always been rattling around in the back of my head somewhere. Um, and then, I guess, uh, just over the past, like, three or four years, as I was starting to compose more, it started kind of coming out in different facets. I didn't really expect it to at first, but that's kind of the direction... I ended up going in, so I just went with it and, you know, used it. Nice. Very cool. And uh, <clears throat> anything else you want to add about it? Um, What's the well, best the track? Also... Come on, Carrie. <laughs> the best track. Um, the one that I like the most is the, the single that just came out last week. Uh, it's mm-hmm. called Same Song. Um, it was really fun to record. Uh, we were at the Bunker Studio, and uh, they have this pretty incredible selection of vintage synths Mm -hmm. um so jamie was pretty excited to get his hands on some of those um so we ended up doing a lot with this vintage mini moog Um, yeah it was really fun uh it kept going out of tune though so it was kind of funny because we had to reset it basically after every section like not even after every take but after every section um (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, but it was really fun. Um, yeah, so that's probably my favorite track. Uh, next week, there's a music video coming out along with the single that's coming out, Holding Pattern, mm-hmm. that was done by my friend Mariana Miraz, who's a pretty incredible photographer and videographer and artist. Um, so her vision is kind of all over the album and all over basically all of my artwork that I've had for the past like five years or so. Fantastic. Great. And uh, sorry, so let's have Nicholas give his two cents about his album, too. I know he's there's a great kind of um, I don't want to call it a story because it's not really a story, but a great um, like kind of idea and movement behind the title. And it's kind of connected to the tunes and everything. So could you give us a little rundown? Sure. Uh, my my album is called Voice Equals Power. I have been naming everything that because uh, it is kind of like my uh, my mantra for whenever I'm feeling down about being an artist, especially in the world today. I feel like with the amount of time I put in, uh, you know, learning, learning how to play music and perfecting it as much as I can, you know, I could be, you know, I could be a lawyer for the ACLU by now, or I could be like <laughs> a environmental scientist or something. And uh, that got me really down, especially after the election. And uh, um, I kind of realized that our artistic voices are like our superpowers. That's really all we have. Mm. So um, I've been trying to double down on on, on that and uh, speak a lot about sustainability issues. Um, I'm a very outdoors type person. My wife and I are uh, avid rock climbers and, and just outdoors people. And and uh, so sustainability, uh, I realized like kind of after I wrote all this music that that's what it was about. I didn't really realize it at the time. And that, that this album is my first uh, attempt at writing lyrics. So there's a, there's a song on there that has lyrics. Uh, there's a couple spoken word pieces uh, interspersed throughout the album. Uh, don't worry, I'm not the one singing it. Um, <laughs> I have... Um, um, a good friend, D. Shane Frederick, who's a ridiculous vocalist. He's one of my favorite vocalists on the planet. And 
he joined uh, my band a couple of years ago as I started writing lyrics. Actually, I think he joined before there were any lyrics and we just kind of did some arrangements of tunes that he did. And then when we recorded this album, I think I recorded it two years ago. Uh, it was a live album recording at a recording studio that's down the street from me. And a, a good friend of mine owns it. Uh, his name's Jim Hamilton. And uh, it's a converted old warehouse. And they have a musician's uh, performance salon every month. Mm. And so they're used to having audiences, pretty big audiences, actually. They usually have about 100 people or so in the in the in the studio for these live performances. And I asked them, like, hey, I, I can't really like afford to rent this room at your normal price. Can I do a live album and offset the cost by having, a, you know, charging the audience? And he was like, yeah, sure, do whatever you want. And so <laughs> we did that. And I had planned for it to be two, to do two sets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we'd have backup takes of stuff that did not happen. There were technical, some technical things setting Uh-oh. up. <laughs> so we had, we had one shot to get it and, and we did. And it was, it was a really great night. Really. Um, uh, the energy was really great. And I really enjoyed having that. Like you got to get it right. Pressure on that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't know how other people feel about that, but I, I really enjoyed that. And uh, I guess the rest, the rest of the band was um, Tim Bray, who's who's like like the Philly pianist, uh, Elliot Build on trumpet, John Katz on saxophone, and my good friend Gustin Rudolph on drums. Yeah, great. And that comes out in just a couple of weeks. There's a single yep. out already, mm-hmm. and uh, May twenty second. It's the only date I can memorize. (laughs) But, um, well, I just want to say, first of all, thank you to all of you for being on tonight and for checking in and letting us know what you've been up to. I very much appreciate it. I'd love to go around just one more time and let you, you know, say uh, anything else that you felt like you didn't get a chance to say, of course. But also, I'd love for you to share um, where people can connect with you, like if you prefer Instagram or your website or, I don't know, something that we all don't know about or you just want people to text you, you could tell everybody uh, your phone number and then maybe you'll get some mysterious texts. You never know. But, uh, Ethan, why don't you start and just let us know, you know, anything else and where we can stay in touch with you. Yeah, I think best place is probably um, Instagram. I'm Ethan underscore Helm, H-E-L-M, um, or my website, ethanhelm.com, you know, the usual places. Um, I prefer not to be texted. <laughs> um, yeah, the, I, I'm always putting stuff out, like little singles and videos and whatever dumb stuff. But like I said, the main thing I have right now is the book. Mm-hmm. Um, it's my current obsession. And um, yeah, I guess just thanks, Nick, for putting this together, as always, leading. Sure. Yeah. And so on your website is the best place to get the book, I'm guessing? Yes, actually. Yeah, yeah that is the best place for me. Okay, excellent. And Raj? um well yeah website instagram and a facebook page i guess where what are, where, how do we find it what's a, what's the name of it well that's a good question <laughs> <laughs> i can't even remember my instagram handle. that's funny that's but, okay. um i mean you'll find it i think if you type in my name yeah they can see there. your name it's up on the screen right next to your yeah. your square your uh, yeah. zoom square 
Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, or Bandcamp page for, for my album, like everyone else. <laughs> so, yeah, of uh, course. Yeah. So, yeah, thanks, Nick, for having me. Yeah, oh, sure. And you were saying that you were thinking about maybe having a watch party for your album, right? So maybe we'll be on the lookout for that? Yes. Maybe. Uh, well, I, th I think I will do it. I actually, I have like, um, yeah, videos for every song of my album. My album right. so from the studio so i thought yeah, i could just play the whole album and and then maybe have a little chat with the, with the band after that so, mm -hmm. yeah so I, I yeah just have to finalize when and how that's all going to work but yeah of course i should i should do it excellent sounds good yeah. we'll, we, we'll be looking forward to that and nicholas yeah um instagram is the best way to get a hold of me my instagram is amazing i must say um might be better might be my greatest uh, artistic accomplishment uh my handle is nicholas underscore krolak k-r-o-l-a-k um my website is nicholascrolak.com and you can find my podcast voice equals power on spotify and stitcher and apple podcasts beautiful and carrie um, my website is kerryvanderkloot.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. It's just my name. Um, and I have a pre-order going on Bandcamp now if you want to pre-order the album. Um, and then I think we've pretty much decided we're going to keep the same day that we would have had for the live release show, um, which is June 10th, Wednesday, June 10th. Um, and we're going to do something online. So uh, keep uh, check Facebook and I'll keep everyone updated on that. Excellent. June 10th, CD release for The Architects. And so all of you, thank you so much. Much appreciated for you being here. And uh, please, if you're listening, watching, support these artists uh, so they can keep doing what they love to do. And so thanks again for being here. And uh, we'll catch you all soon. Bye.